0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. I know I'm taking my life into my own hands by interrupting Taylor Swift, but I got to do it. It's a talk show. It's not where I used to do years ago when I was a rock jock and we said, while the others are talking, we're rocking, but it's the other way around. Let's get at the key issue here, the meat of the matter. We're going to talk music. We are going to do that last weekend, but the wildfires were so significant that we, um, we completely changed our programming. And Eric Alper, thatericalper.com, 16 time Juno Award winner, nominated six times as Publicist of the Year during Canadian Music Week, and has one of the absolutely best Twitter sites at thatericalper. Is, is kindly come, uh, decided to come on the program this weekend. How are you, Eric?
1: I'm good. How are you? That oh. was such a good intro. I should have you do my publicity.
0: Hey, listen, I'll do whatever you want. That's <laughs> what I do, man. No, I, I just, I just, I value you and I've just really become a fan of your social media presence and I don't want you to be retrained, okay? <laughs> no retraining of <laughs> Eric Halper. Uh, it's great stuff, really great stuff. So, before we get into some of the other meat of the matter that I want to talk to you about, and, and, and I sent you an email on this, what, what, what is it that, that creates the, I don't know, the sound, the dynamic, the presence, what is it? Uh, publicity will play a large part, a major part, as you well know, in the creation of an artist or a band that just keeps on going, that keeps on turning out, churning out hit after hit after hit, year after year, decade after decade, versus... An artist who, you know, they're successful, but they kind of plod along. They have a hit here and a hit there and a song here that kind of wanders up the charts a bit and then falls back off. And then there's a the one hit wonders. They arrive and they play. I mean, they got a song. Everybody it really gets into and They say, oh, I can't wait for the next one. And the next one comes and everybody goes.
1: Pfft. Right. I, and then I, comes I, the I, next I, one and nobody, nobody yeah, listens to the, it. Having the lead singer not sleep with the drummer's wife is probably a really good way Who are you talking to about? have a band extended. But, you, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, let me put you this way. Have you ever watched a really great movie and then at the end of the credits you see hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people and you're like, what do these people do? I do. Yeah, that, absolutely. Any one of them could have messed up the movie. And when you look at the music industry, it's it almost works in the same way so many hundreds of people working in the music industry, from the manager to the booking agent to the 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 radio pluggers to to the publicist, they all have to be working together all at the same time with the same goal. And the artist has to be up for it. The absolute sheer laser focused determination and ego to survive in the music industry is unparalleled. When you take a look at the top 20 highest-grossing artists of all time in terms of tour dates, you've got Elton John, U2, Guns N' Roses, more U2, The Police, um, and artists like that tend to be, Roger Waters is on this list, artists that tend to be over 60. And so you think, well, you know, what makes them so great? And artists that have a one-hit wonder, like Come On Eileen by Dexie's Midnight Runners or Sauce Cells Tainted Love. And I think it would really come down to not just the musical excellence, but I think it's the adaptability. I think when you look at Elton John, there are so many different styles and different um a different kind of flavors of Elton John. Do you like the singer-songwriter stuff of the 70s? Do you like the pop stuff of the 80s? Do you like it when, you know, he got back to a little bit of basics in the 90s? Or somebody like you too, who goes from um, straight-ahead rock band, who's angry, who's fueled by the music of the Ramones and the Sex Pistols, and then 10 years later, end up with Achtung Baby completely alienating their core base audience, but finds a whole new one in to fly in mysterious ways and becomes a little bit more EDM. So I think the ability to to move with the time certainly have to help. David Bowie is a perfect example of that, too.
0: What is it that's created such an endearing um, and caring and uh, uh, incredibly positive response for Taylor Swift? What is it about her and her music, or is it beyond that?
1: I think her songs are great. I mean, they're, they're, just no denying that even from the very beginning of her career, when she was 12 years old and, and writing lyrics on MySpace, she was able to connect with total strangers who were going through exactly the same things that she was going through. And now that she's 30, she's able to write different kinds of songs going from pop to country and back to pop. Um, she's got a hugely engaged fan base, as we all know, and taking a look at how many people did not get so far a ticket to Taylor Swift. Her business side is astonishing. you know the fact that she understands the music business side of the industry is absolutely crucial to not going bankrupt and to not doing the things that you would need to do. She also embraced technology really, really well as you know when the um you know the high profile time when she lost her catalog to a venture Cal- capitalist company who outbid her, she went ahead and re-recorded all of the, uh, you know, so far five of the six of her last album that she doesn't own in order to own them. She could not maybe have done that 20, 25 years ago when you had to get a big studio and it was just impossible to do. So she's done everything that you need to do so correctly that I think 50 years from now, we're still going to be marveling at how was she able to achieve all of this.
0: Yeah, she's 30, eh? Yeah. Who was it who said, don't trust anybody over the age of 30?
1: I think we all did back in the hippies. <laughs> yeah, hippies. Mick Jagger, wasn't it Jagger? did. Wasn't My it Jagger? Did. Huh? Yeah.
0: It was Jagger, wasn't
1: it? Mick Jagger, yeah. Well, it, well I mean, Mick Jagger also said that he's not going to be singing, I can't get no satisfaction by the time he's 30.
0: Well, have a hold on, hold on. Have a listen. So as the song would end, I would come on and say, now sports and weather together. Oh, man, it's Eric. Eric, it's still a great song.
1: Oh, yeah. And and the fact that Mick Jagger has not had a problem with having satisfactions since, since he was 13 years old, it gives you everything that you need to know about making these artists get up on stage and yeah. singing songs.
0: In their 80s.
1: Them. In their 80s. Their 80s. In their 80s. And, and, and what was it? He'll still outdance you. He'll still out-sing you. He'll still outright you. And, uh, you know, apparently the, the thought is that he runs the length of eight football fields every show. No, I,
0: I know that. And he, yeah. he's, he's a marathon runner. Yeah. I used to play a little bit. And then uh, I sort of walked out on the football field at uh, McMaster University a number of years ago. And I, I just looked, uh looked. Down the field, and I thought, "Damn, that's a long way." <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> and that was just one time. So, how many times does he do it?
1: Yeah, and you still have to catch the ball. And oh yeah, that's that's the, the other part that was a problem.
0: A <laughs> that's the other part that was a problem. Yeah, I could have been.
1: In a white
2: room with black curtains near the station.
0: Eric Alper black at that Eric Alper. Tell us about this one, Eric. So
1: Well, I mean, you know, that would be the sound of of creep. And, uh, you know, that's the band that Eric Clapton decided to go a little bit bit, uh, rock and uh, grow his hair out and take a lot of drugs. And uh, there you go. Then you end up with White Room.
0: Oh, it was just amazing. Uh, Ginger Baker. Oh, good. What was the third? There was Ginger Baker. Who was the third one?
1: Uh, Jack Bruce was the bassist of the band. yeah, 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 Jack Bruce. Yep, and I, then uh, later on, they were doing really, really well. They had a lot of hits like that one, and then uh, then they saw the band, the band, yeah. um, Robbie Robertson in, in concert, right. and said, um, "We need to just split Cream up." I mean, this was just so devastating to him because he thought that they that Eric Clapton had lost the plot when it came to rock music. And he took a look at Robbie Robertson and Levon Helm and the guys in the band and said, that's what I need to do. I need to get back to the basics of music, of rock music, of blues, of roots music. And he did. And he ended up slowing things down a little bit, uh, turning down the volume and kind of created, you know, 25 years worth of music. Yeah. uh, Totally based on seeing that.
0: There's seldom a day goes by that I don't listen to Eric Clapton now, I probably would have come off that uh, cream song white room with blue skies and green lights to you and yours. Yeah. Remember those little phrases in rock radio in the in the day? <laughs> blue skies and green lights to you and yours. Uh, let's talk to Randy, who's in Calgary. How are you, Randy?
2: Yeah, good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. What's your question? Well, I drive truck, and I'm, um, pardon me, I'm just sitting here at the warehouse And I've got a load uh, later tonight. But anyway, talking about old songs, uh, speaking of Eric Clapton, you never never hear Lay Down Sally anymore. Well,
0: it's a talk (laughs) show, so I just grabbed the big one from way back when.
2: Yeah, no, that was a fantastic song. But anyway, uh, speaking of one-hit wonders, there's a couple, three or four.
0: Give us one. Just give us one.
2: Okay. uh, How about uh, I Wonder What You're Doing Tonight by the Foreman Young Band?
0: Okay, hold on. Eric, what about that?
1: I wonder what you're doing tonight. I love that one. Um the 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 ability, you know what, the, the ability for people to just throw throw these songs out there. Where uh, uh, give me give me some context. Tell me tell me the first time that you remember hearing that song. Well, I've got a I've got a huge selection. I'm from Grand Prairie, Alberta
2: initially, but I've got a huge selection of 45s. And I love my turntable. So when's the first yeah, time you heard
0: the Randy? When's the first time you heard that song?
2: Uh, I heard it from, uh, you know, I don't recall. It's been so long ago. I think it was 1978.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's I mean, there, there was that Tommy Boyce and Bobby Hart one um, that they did, their, the original one of that. And then I think there was a couple of other. I think Gary Lewis did a cover of that as well. Yeah. Uh, but and that's then also there was, a great song. Was, it's amazing what songs survive. Classic rock, right. guys. Hey, I want you. I, I want don't. you
0: both. I want you both, please, Randy and Eric. Here's a one-hit, one-hit wonder. Everybody thought this group was going to go on to great things. They didn't. But here's the song that really. Well, they crushed it with this one. How do you know? I mean, how do you? How can how can you write that song and not follow up with a massive? Yeah. Massive. Um, nice you know, when it
1: came to the Knack, they had the songs okay. after that. The problem was is yep. that when that first album came out, the album cover looked pretty similar to the Beatles' Meet the Beatles. And the critics thought that they were just riding off of a record label concept of let's create another British invasion, even though that these guys are Americans. So magazines like Rolling Stone and Cream and Circus back in the 70s Absolutely, lambasted this band. It's like their version of Nickelback. Let's put that oh, one. Oh yeah, Eric I really didn't make
0: it. Okay, Randy. One sentence, real quick.
2: Okay, uh, they had "Baby Talks Dirty," which was just as big or bigger.
0: Baby talks dirty.
2: You know, my baby talks dirty. Nah,
1: I don't
0: know, but sing it. Go and ahead. That? Go ahead. Sing.
1: Yeah. Go, on, Randy. <laughs> I sing. Think about that one. What I think it, it, it's. <laughs> Oh, wow, there's, you guys are really And, and then there was, there. No, Randy, Randy's, the Randy's got, Randy's oh, got a list right, of them. Yeah, 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 and my, my sweetie loves a great a, a next big beating. Well, that's why, oh, you gosh. know, I mean, if, if you then kind then of treat was, women like then that, there was, and all of a sudden you may not get the radio play after okay, a couple
2: you, of Yes, we're talking about the Stones earlier. Do you remember what
1: you talking about, what you're talking about by the blushing brides? Oh, uh, you know, <laughs> see that band <laughs> when I was first oh, getting goodness. into the clubs when I was nineteen, thinking mm-hmm. that this is—if these guys are this good, the Rolling Stones when I have a chance to see them are going to be ten times better. Right,
2: Randy, I they're appreciate good, it, they're, Randy. They're, Randy, gotta go. Randy just like the And then there's
0: then there's Randy. The I gotta <laughs> go. Randy emailed. Randy, me. <laughs> I gotta go. Uh, no, you can, Randy. You can email Eric. What's the what's the email address, Eric?
1: Uh, you, you know what? Just find find me on Twitter. Find me on Facebook.
0: Yeah, go to go to Twitter or Facebook I, I, and find Eric. I don't Albert.
1: know how to do any of that stuff. I drive truck. I'm okay. pacing the neck down.
0: Okay, buddy. Uh, thank you so Thanks much for your calling. Me, man. Absolute delight. Just wonderful. So are you? I always appreciate these segments, and I appreciate. I'm sorry to our other callers. Should have gone to calls earlier, but I uh, think okay.
1: you and I can talk about this stuff for hours. And, oh yeah. And unfortunately for the audience, we oh, yeah. can't.
0: Do you know what? You know what? I remember. <laughs> I remember in the the very first time I did radio, rock radio, if we made a mistake on the air, we got fined five bucks. That was a lot of money. That was a lot of money. That can buy you a home back then. Well, yeah. By the end of the week, I had (laughs) no money left. I'd earned nothing. It all stayed with the station at that Eric Halper. Thank you, Eric. Thank you so much for having me, Roy. Always a great pleasure. Thank you, Eric Halper. If you want to hear more,